This is episode four of Liliana's Romance Library. Hi, I'm Liliana. And today we're going to go over book two of Christine Fahan's dark series. Well, I call them the Dark Carpathian novels. Uh, this one is Dark Desire. This one is um, not the one I thought it was when I spoke of the next book in the previous episode for Dark Prince. Um, this is actually Mikhail's brother. At the end of Dark Prince, you notice that um, something happens to him. Well, this book is what happens to him and how um, he meets his life mate. So I'm going to read the back of this to you and we're going to get started there. They were masters of the darkness, searching through eternity for the mistress of the light. Okay, so see right there, same thing as before. The stranger silently summoned her from across the seas, whispering of eternal torment, of endless hunger, of dark, dangerous desires, and somehow American surgeon Shay O'Halloran could feel his anguish since his haunting aloneness. Drawn to the far Carpathian Mountains, she found a ravaged, raging man, a being like no other, and she trembled for in his burning eyes she recognized the beloved stranger who'd already become part of her but was she to be his healer or his prey and at the bottom there's just a little note about um from christine fahan uh, about why she wrote this book it says dear reader i drafted the first chapter of Dark Desire over and over from every point of view imaginable, but no matter how I tried to tell this story, Jacques was not a sympathetic hero. Then all of a sudden it came to me. Suddenly I knew I had to describe what happened to Jacques so readers would feel what he felt, live his agony, feel the slow deprivation of all senses of all hope until there was only a will honed in torment once i felt what he did and i could see him so vividly burned alive with no hope left i knew i was the right on the right track i dreamed of jacques day and night he was a character who gripped me and wouldn't let go and then she said there was more inside but you know obviously it is the book that's the important part, when it comes to Jacques and Shay, she is a world-renowned doctor. He, when he first was captured and tormented, um, as I mentioned in the previous episode, um, vampire war, vampire hunting would start it up again. Um, he was captured and tormented when that first happened his torment and his anguish reached out even across the world to the United States of America and Shay felt his anguish, his pain, could see all this, could feel it. She thought she was dreaming, having a horrible nightmare, but unfortunately it was not. She continued to think it was a dream for a very long time. She went to med school, I believe, the um, first time this happened, I think it was like in med school, something like that. Um, she got her doctorate, became an amazing surgeon. She is again, another psychic. Um, she didn't know this really. She just knew that she 
could do things that were unusual. She has a very strange um, blood issue um, because of the fact that what you find out later is her father was a Carpathian um, who unfortunately turned vampire. Um, you find out about him in the last book. He was married to Jacques and Mikhail's sister. It was not a mate match. She wanted him and he basically has carnal needs that needed to be taken care of. Um, she was the most beautiful woman there and that's what happened. And then after it happened, he met Shay's mom who is, was there on vacation from Ireland and she actually was his mate, but because of things that were happening at the time, he didn't bring it to Mikhail's attention. If he had, things would have turned out far different. Um, Mikhail's sister was pregnant with his child, yes, but um, he still would have understood because it's the mate bond and um, Shay and her mother would have been protected. Things would have been much different. And Shay would have been brought up knowing exactly why she needed basically blood transfusion so often. Um, and would have been helped with things. But in this sense, it helped in their favor. The Carpathians really didn't have doctors. They had um, a healer. Um, Gregory was their healer. But um, Shay is a surgeon. So she knows some things that Gregory does not. Mostly human anatomy, of course. But nobody expected her to be able to go in and help heal a Carpathian. Yes, their way of healing is different from ours. Um, our way is very barbaric in their eyes, but it was the only way she knew that she could do so. And subconsciously she was going in and using her powers to help people anyway. So, um, it's real interesting what happens because he's been tormented and, I, I'm going to tell you right now, this is major, major uh, spoiler alert. So, please, if you don't want to hear the spoiler alert, just listen to the first, like, six minutes and then just go buy, read the book. It's much better to do that. But, if you don't mind spoilers, here we go. Because he was tormented for so long. I mean, she literally had to dig him up. Because it was so bad. His mind had just gone insane. He was not able to mentally reach out like Carpathians could and speak to other Carpathians. His mind just wouldn't link. So he didn't know that there was something wrong that blocked it. He thought everyone had gave up on him and abandoned him. So it really made him go insane. He was such a lively, happy, joking um, very jovial person before this happened. And then, um, he went from joking and playing pranks to being someone that, and his own brother thought he'd have to put down, he'd have to kill because he's gone insane. They thought he had already turned into a vampire because of how bad his reactions were. Um, 
Shay did heal him. It helped him a lot. Uh, but unfortunately, during that time, he also tortured her, um, not meaning to not meaning to truly hurt her, but to emphasize it's like a wounded dog if you try to help them sometimes they bite you and you have to just do the best you can to help heal them and get them to realize that they're not you're not hurting them you don't you don't hurt them back you don't um you don't fight back you just let them know it's okay i'm here to help and that's how she had to help him and unfortunately he kept taking too much blood and ended up having to he realized that she passed out oh no i've done i'm done wrong i'll give her some blood because that's what he knew and so he gave her some of his blood and she ended up transforming while he was passed out on the bed and she transformed right there next to him and he never knew she didn't know she had transformed at first and um when she found out it was a little scary and when everyone else found out it was scary, um, she was hiding from everybody. And then one of shock's longtime friends, um, what was his name? I think it was Byron, Brian, something like that. Anyway, he, um, he saw her in the village getting supplies and he sensed what she was, but she didn't communicate on the same level um, mentally, and she saw him and basically ran away, so she got back up to the cabin, he followed her, and when that happened, they realized that Jacques was still alive, and he reported her as, or him as being basically a vampire turned to Mikhail and everybody else, and that she, po he posed a danger to Shay, so he, reported it and they were going to go in and get her out she is basically at that point carpathian they have to protect her their main goal is to protect women um no matter what they have to do to protect their women their families carpathians will do so no matter what they are warriors and they are virtuous through and through um they sometimes have to make some really hard decisions and do some things they don't like in order to do so but when it comes to what's best for their families, for their loved ones, sometimes you have to make those choices. And because Jacques and Byron were so, I'm just going to call him Byron. I can't remember his name at the moment. Um, because they were so close and they had um, shared blood so often over, you know, many battles and things like that. Um, he was picking up a little of Jacques' senses. So he was basically seeing colors through Jacques' eyes and thought and feeling emotions. So he thought his had come back and he thought Shay was his mate because of that. Um, unfortunately, it was through his bond with Jacques that he felt that. So he became a threat to Shay in Jacques' eyes and because Jacques could not remember him and could not um, differentiate friend from foe, he only kept Shay on a very short leash. He did not trust anybody, not Mikhail, anyone. Uh, when they showed up, first thing he did was go on defensive. He knew they wouldn't hurt Shay, but he had to make them back up. So he threatened Shay. He had grabbed her and 
was uh, holding her very threateningly. I think he had his fangs uh, against her neck and growling. Um, and she was talking him down. It's like, it's okay. Just back off. He's okay. He's not hurting me. And she talked very softly and calmed him down and everything. And then, unfortunately, they eventually become attacked by a vampire. Um, come to find out the vampire that attacks them is Shay's biological father. And because she looks so much like her mother and because he is just mentally distraught and just mentally gone, he basically um, tries to kidnap her um, and turn her into his mate, even though he's her father. Um, he kidnaps her and he takes her to his castle and does horrible things to these people. And I mean, there's, there's so much stuff that goes on in this book. It, it's a horrible thing, uh, especially for me. I lost my father um, when I was five years old. He passed away. So um, I understand her wanting to know her father, wanting to um, spend time with him, learn from him. But when someone is that deranged, you just can't. And it put her life in extreme jeopardy. Um, luckily, Jacques and everybody came to a very uneasy truce. And they managed to get Shay back. Um, and they did have to destroy her father in the process. But at that point, um, there was no redemption for him. His, when Shay was eighteen, became 18 years old, on her 18th birthday, her mom committed suicide. Um, because her life mate was so far from her, she couldn't feel him. He was basically dead. And... The way Carpathians are, um, if there's no one to protect the children, then one of the parents will stay alive until the child is old enough to take care of themselves. And then they kill themselves to be with their mate. Unfortunately, he was not dead. He was buried in the earth, recovering from the vampire attacks and things like that. Mikhail and Gregory put him down there. Um, unfortunately, when... Shay's mom killed herself um by the time he woke up he felt it and he knew she was gone and it drove him insane and unfortunately it caused the deaths of others um come to find out he teamed up with vampire hunters and turned others in and caused the death of even his um son um Shay's little brother um, they find out about this later and Shay, of course, is broken hearted. Um, she feels bad. She feels like she could have done something to help them, to protect them, to get them back from these horrible monsters that caused them so much pain and anguish. Um, but there was nothing that she could have done. Um, unfortunately, Jacques did blame her, thought she... Aban purposely abandoned him um and then when she found him she he thought that she was working for them so and trying to find new ways of torturing her while she was trying to heal him or torturing him while she was trying to heal him so there's a lot going on i'm sorry about the noises in the background the um dogs are just scratching and doing normal doggy stuff and i'm trying to keep them quiet but it doesn't work that way when you have animals Anyway, 
the when it comes to this book uh, again pretty you're gonna say hear me say 10 out of 10 with all the books in this series i love this series you get backstories you do get some of the same similar information because these books can be standalones but if you read them in the right order the story flows from one couple to the next to the next building on the community and it's just a wonderful thing honestly um especially when you get to dark celebrations which is their christmas novel where you get everybody coming together it's it's absolutely wonderful um christine fahan contacted um or sent out information that she was looking for recipes to put in her book from fans and fans all over the world sent her recipes so at the back of dark celebration if you buy it for nothing else buy it for the cookbook in the back there's some wonderful recipes in there and they're very good i've tried quite a few of them myself um and you just if you liked dark prince if you read dark prince or any of the other novels you will like um dark desire it is hurt dog meets um beautiful healing princess basically it's um you know someone who has been tormented to the point of insanity comes back for the love of their life um I'm not going to say he ever fully heals the when you've gone through trauma like that you'd never fully heal from it and she sometimes is the only one that they can he can stand being around but when that happens, all, all you can do is just, you know, it's okay. It can just be us. You live further away from people, but, um, you know, still go around them and interact with them as much as you can, especially in emergencies when they're being attacked things like that. They definitely reach out and Jacques will help. Um, it's one of those books that really touches you. You feel for them. You you hurt for them with my imagination. I, when I'm reading a book that really touches me or really catches my attention, I see it as a movie in my head while I'm reading it. So it's one of those things that you never know. Okay. Is this going to be a good movie or is it going to be a bad movie? And when they make movies about books that I've read, it's really upsetting for me because I'm sitting there going, I've already seen this and Oh no, they kept cut out the be best parts of it. What are they thinking? Things like that. So again, 10 out of 10 definitely will recommend dark desire, including the whole dark series. As I said, I call them the dark Carpathian novels because that's what they are. Um, they're the dark series, but I add the Carpathian in there just because there's more than one dark series out there. Um, and you don't want to confuse the dark Carpathians with the dark hunters or anything like that. Um, we will get into dark hunters. So if you're a fan, um, then you know what dark hunters are and we're gonna get there trust me we're gonna get there but for right now we're working on the um carpathians the christine fahans again she is my all-time favorite author um she lives in california um she has beautiful kids beautiful grandbabies she has dogs um and it's just wonderful um she lives out in, according to this, she lives in Lake County, California. Um, but 
you definitely can't help but enjoy reading these books. If they are something that you're interested in, something that touches you, definitely give them a shot. Borrow it from your local library. If nothing else, I know a lot of people don't do libraries anymore. They do like Kindles and Nook and eBooks and things like that. But getting books from the local library, one, are free, and two, sometimes you can get them in eBook form. My local library is tiny. It's a subsidiary of a bigger one um, in the town next to us. So it's really small. Sometimes I have to borrow, have them or borrow it from another library to, for me to get it if it's a book that I don't have. Um, but they do offer eBooks and sometimes you just have to download a certain app and then go on there and put in your library card number and it lets you borrow the book for a certain length of time. So you can read it at your leisure. And when it comes to getting these books, if that's the way you want to do it, great. Get those books. Make sure that they um, are the ones that you want before you go and purchase them. They're not cheap books. Even in paperback. Let's see. This one I have had for whew, how long? I don't even know how long I've had this book. Um, and it was $7.99 when it was brand new. And it's a paperback. Um, but this is a long time ago and paperbacks aren't even as cheap anymore. Usually let's see January, 2006, a leisure book is the, um, published by information copyright 1999 by Christine Fahan. So it's not a new book, not by a long shot, but it's a good book. And that's what matters. If you're interested in paranormal romance, um, if you've always had a fascination with vampires and werewolves and transformations and uh, were animals and magic and things like that, gypsies, um, mountains and forests, and if things like that touch you and you're interested in that, knights and dragons, thing lore, things like that, read these books. It takes a little while to get to some of these others that I've mentioned. But if you read them, you will love them. All of these men have been around for hundreds of years. There's so much that you can learn. And so much that their mates learn from them. And then their mates make them learn that, they, hey, this is the 20th or 21st century. You're going to ease up. Otherwise, I'm going to kick your butt. That's just the way it happens. And the, these men need that. They need someone to say, hey, back off. I'm not a porcelain doll. I'm going to be strong. I can help you, but you're going to let me. Like um, later on in the series, there's this one who's an ancient. Like right now, Mikhail and everyone doesn't even know he still lives. Um, they thought he died hundreds of years ago when they were children. Um, and he comes back to light and... You know, the great thing about these books is that you find more and more Carpathians that people didn't even know existed. Even some women. Um, the Things happened in the past and they got separated and people didn't even, the families didn't even know they survived. And they did it in different ways. So, um, this is another one where people didn't know they had lived. And his mate turns out to be, her profession is being a bodyguard. 
<laughs> so he is so used to being the one protecting and doing everything. He thinks it's adorable that she's protecting and being that way with him. Um, and it's very entertaining. And unlike some of the other um, Carpathians, he lets her do it. Um, when it comes right down to it, if it's something too much for her to handle, yes, he does step in. Of course, he's going to. But most of the time, he lets her have his back, which is what these women want. In some ways, some of them know how to do things differently than others. Like Raven, she knew how to read people. And she knew what was going on and could help others. With Shay, she knows how to heal people. And later on, as time goes by, her and Gregory um, join together in a lot of ways. And they will work together and improve her skills in healing using her Carpathian blood. And improve his skills in different ways so that he doesn't have to drain so much of his energy to heal in other ways. Because he can heal the more human way of doing so. Um, so... There's a lot of give and take, no matter which couple that you read. There's ups and there's downs. Um, definitely worth reading, as I said. Uh, hopefully, everyone is enjoying these podcasts. Don't forget um, that these podcasts are on Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and Radio Public. Um, be sure to like me and follow me for more episodes. You can find me at Liliana's Library on TikTok, on Liliana's Romance Library on Facebook. You can also find me at Liliana's Romance Library on Patreon. So I want to thank you so much for listening to episode four of Liliana's Romance Library again. I'm Liliana. Have a wonderful rest of your day and I can't wait to talk to you more about these books.